Quest Gaming Podcast presents Skyrim Off the Record. Welcome back to Skyrim Off the Record for episode 14. Yeah, baby! This episode of Skyrim Off the Record is brought to you in part by DoghouseSystems.com. DoghouseSystems.com, quite honestly, the best computer gaming rigs on the friggin' planet. Best customer service to boot as well. If you want a great computer rig, you go to DoghouseSystems.com. Plug in the code Off the Record, all one word, while you're there, and you will get double the memory for free. That's 100 to $150 value, all of yours for free at doghousesystems.com. And here we are for episode 14. I am Joe the Widget, slayer of everything and lambs, Wilson. And joining me as always, the master vampire. I can't say slayer, so uh, <laughs> uh, meatbag, Ivarwin. Meatbag. Thank you. I am the meatbag. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be here. I'm just going to sit here and meatbaggy myself. <laughs> and Mr. Lou the Lore, Olan, is coming in third. <laughs> Good morning, Joey Barwin. Good morning, chat room. Hello, everyone. Glad to see you here. And joining us today, because uh, he was just, you know, so awesome a couple episodes ago, is David Deanforce, Crap Audio, Epic Pigtails, I am the man, David Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, more and more nicknames. More and more. Hey, next time you're you on the show, I'm going like, to give you like 15 more. Pack <laughs> them on there. Hey, chat room, welcome. And we are getting ready to start our next episode. So, but first, before we do that, we, have a, we had a little meeting, the Quest staff, last week after the show. We are moving our Star Wars off the record to um, twice a month, so every other week on Thursday mornings at 10.30 a.m. Reason is, is because we are going to be bringing back what, Evarwin? We are bringing back the Quest Gaming Podcast and Dungeon Quest. We've gotten quite a few emails over the last couple of months, and uh, everyone's been asking for us to bring the show back in, in one one way or another. Um, Dungeon Quest we're, is coming back completely as is. Uh, we might have you know some changes to the story. Not too sure, though. Might be bringing uh, in another character to the mix. Don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We're going to have revolving characters for that. But in any event, the, the Quest Gaming Podcast, we're going to be bringing back. However, it'll probably be under a totally different name. Yeah, I'm redoing um, the, the audio for it. So it's going to be a whole new feel and look. And we're going to be basically consolidating all these shows. Well, Skyrim Off the Record and Star Wars Off the Record will be on their on their original feeds and stay on their own websites. However, our monthly shows, which is going to be the new Dungeon Quest and the new gaming podcast, are going to be under the Quest Network feed. So it's going to be a whole different feed for those. And we'll keep right. you guys posted. And it'll all be up on our websites. And we, we're hoping to get... Dungeon Quest or and or 
the uh, the new gaming podcast recorded at the end of this month, or maybe the beginning of next month, depending on time, because I am going on vacation next week. That's right. That's right. For the next uh, next two couple of episodes, um, I'm going to be taking the helm. I'm going to be uh, editing. Lou's going to be writing, and Dave is going to uh, Dave D enforce crap audio. Adams, along <laughs> for the ride. He's, he's uh, going to be random our, chuckling every now and He's going to be here for color future. commentary. So we're going to got some great stuff coming up on the horizon for everyone. So I will not be here for episode fifteen and sixteen, but I will be back for episode seventeen. So I can be like, yo, dude, I went to California. <laughs> Take pictures of you surfing. <laughs> you know how cold that ocean is right now? Oh, uh, God. I can only imagine. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Cold enough to make funny pictures of you surfing. <laughs> <laughs> is that a shark in the water behind him? I don't know. If we got if we got a picture of you wiping out, though, I got to say, we got to make a Fusro Doc compilation of you wiping out on the waves. <laughs> <laughs> be nice alright one they fear <laughs> everyone's like so oh, enough about this get on to the meat potatoes oh he said it I said it he said, I said it, it. Is. Yep. meat potatoes the show <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Skyrim this is what we're here for yeah 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 alright Yvarwin why don't you yeah. tell us what's going on man yeah man um started the Civil War quest finally sided with the Imperials uh I started and finished it actually oh dang <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what I did this week so, all right, like last week I was still conflicted over this, you know, how do I how do I turn a bad guy good and then want to save all of Skyrim? It kind of came up in this, all right? I, I ended up becoming a vampire. I realized that that I had the the sickness and I said, "You know what? Let me just run with it because I've never I've never tried that before." He's a vampire, and then I'm thinking, "You know what? This this might actually tie in to my my RP model for for my playthrough right now." And here's how. I'm thinking maybe my my character is saying to himself, you know what, I've lived I've lived a a life of of depravity, and it's led me to this this horrible curse. <laughs> <laughs> and now that now that I'm a horrible vampire, <laughs> and I've got nothing left, you know, no no enjoyment out of life left. Let me uh let let me let me I've learned my lesson. Let me let me stop being such a jerk. <laughs> I've learned my lesson <laughs> now that there's no going back. And let me start helping these people. Uh, he starts the Civil War quest chain, and I sided with the Imperials, killed Ulfric Stormcloak. And uh, if you haven't done the, Imper- the, uh, the the quest chain, by the way, for the Civil War, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, guys. It is. I had a, I had a blast doing that. I, uh, I, I completed the uh, Civil I War quest the... chain for the Empire side as well on my, on my massive Red Guard. I one-shot Ulfric, and I one-shot his little buddy. And then on the corpse of Ulfric, I, 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 I ate him. <laughs> and it was the sweetest, sweetest meat. Yeah, you know, I, I, I kind of wish like I was able to, I was able to do that. Um, the only time you're able to feed as a vampire is at night when these people are sleeping. You know, I kind of wish I was, I was able to even use it as a, a means of, of attacking. Which, by the way, it's hysterical now to see my my Khajiit walking around with vampire fangs. <laughs> I can't figure out if he looks like a weird vampire or just a really skinny lion. <laughs> it's like a saber tooth Khajiit. <laughs> this is a family friendly show. You need to stop cussing. 
Sorry, sorry, yeah. Khajiit. <laughs> Bunch of Khajiit. Yeah, I haven't I haven't done the Civil War on either side yet, so y'all have just completely ruined the game for me. Oh, you're welcome. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Awkward spoiler alert. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Damn. <laughs> Oops. So Well, I mean you could you could probably, you know, figure out that if you if you side with the Imperials at one point you're gonna be, you know, going toe to toe with Ulfric Stormcloak. Well, no, I watched Joe do it last night. You don't really go toe to toe. He just kind of like you're not gonna hurt me and he just one shot he was hilarious. Oh I thought yeah, it was it was pretty amusing. I thought the most interesting thing about that is I looted Mr. Ulfric and his axe cracked me up. And I forgot to write down on my notes exactly what that axe was. It was something like what was it, Dave? It was uh, It was the War Axe of Cowardice. Yes, yes. Something like the, the War Axe of Cowardice. I loved it. <laughs> I have I have his axe and his uh his clothing on a uh in my Dovahkiin hideout and I got his clothes on a on a mannequin. <laughs> this is exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> right next to the Emperor's clothes that I, I snatched off him. <laughs> That's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> Let me add insult to injury, folks. Hang on one second. I'm going to hang this up right over here next to this one. My little trophy. Well, they don't let you take the guy's head. I know. It's a oh, bummer. boo. You know? Like, <laughs> it'd be great. It'd be a great little thing to have in front of my hideout. Know, yeah. on, a, on a pike. I was <laughs> really hoping I'd be able to cut his head off, but it wouldn't let me. So that's basically it for me. I uh, I got through that, and then I started my... Um, I, I'm doing the Dovahkiin quest chain now, um, full time. That's... Oh, good. My big thing, and I'm kind of wondering, like, at that point, once I'm done doing that, where do I go from here? Daedra, I, yeah. yeah, Mage uh, College, maybe, maybe. Oh, know. the Mage College is a good quest line too. I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I've been thinking, I've been thinking about starting a new character, to be honest, because I'm getting a little tired of the, uh, the sneaky, sneaky. There you go. Yeah. Well, you can start a, a really VA that doesn't care about anything. And only once the biggest and best items in the game or in the world of Skyrim, you're there to get the ultimate. So you go after the Daedras and you do all the really screwy stuff that is involved with Daedras. You do that. Yeah, I'm starting to, I'm starting to think about something like that. Maybe uh, a two-handed barbarian type. Go in, guns a-blazing. <laughs> it's that's, so that's much what fun. I did. <laughs> Axes so a-swinging. <laughs> that's, that's what I made last night. Lou, what do you got this week, man? Oh, where do I start now? <laughs> uh, the beginning is usually a great place to start. <laughs> well, I still haven't started the quest line yet to join the Imperial Legion. Uh, I got the solitude, then I got sidetracked. I went somewhere else. <laughs> Ooh, shiny! I made it to the town. I went, you know, I hired the carriage, went there. Like, all right, let me get there. Let me start this up. And all of a sudden, Wait, hold like, on. Oh. Lou got sidetracked? Yeah. No. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I know. Hard to believe. <laughs> You know, I open up my mask. Like, oh, wait a minute! Quest icon here. Oh, let me let me go take care of that first. <laughs> well, I still haven't done it yet. I'm in the area. <laughs> I still haven't done it yet, though. I'll get around to it. So, but big thing though is I need to start saving some more money <laughs> because I need to buy that first house that's available to you in White Run, <laughs> so I can start storing stuff. I mean, I'm using stuff. I mean, I already taken up most of my storage space <laughs> in the college, in my room, so I can't hold any more there. This cabinet's overflowing. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> for good reason because um, I've been doing is that I've been you know like I said following Joe's footsteps so I've been acquiring materials here and there from everyone and anyone <laughs> in my way <laughs> that's so much fun you know so I've been taking whatever I could like you know ingots or, <laughs> or anything everything mats for enchanting for alchemy 
you know, hide skins and I can harvest or steal, I had just been storing up. Because normally when I play is when I focus on a quest, I, I usually focus on that quest. And whatever skills I can work on, like the sneaking, one arm, yes, I'll do that. But for the trade skills, like alchemy, cooking, and all that fun stuff, I don't do that. I usually set aside time for that. Like I'll actually sit there with the mats in hand. You know, I'll just sit there for an hour or so and just work on that, level that up. And I haven't done that yet lately on this character. I've just been too busy just <clears throat> borrowing stuff. <laughs> borrowing <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> once I get enough yeah. money, I'm going to buy that house and probably upload, you know, so we can hide out and start uh, – I'll be one of those people on uh, Hoarders on TLC. <laughs> I was just going to say, lose the Dovahkiin Hoarder. I'm the Dovahkiin Hoarder. <laughs> You're going to be the second Dovahkiin Hoarder? That's right. Yeah, yeah, next to you, next to you Joe, with yeah. uh, you know, 10,000 know, plates and, and uh, Cups gems and, and jewels knives and like everything else you can get your little grubby hands just on. Just steal everything. Yeah. I've done that. I did it. <laughs> Every city. It will also feature in the fact that I still need to save more money is that – you know, when you fail, things happen. The guards come after you. They're not very happy, so <laughs> you know, paying off the bounties every now and then when I'm not successful. <laughs> it's also been draining my pocket. <laughs> so, trying to find more lucrative means of getting more money. And also, um, went to go. I also went to go try and start the Dark Brotherhood quest in Riften. Um, but the big thing was my game glitched for some reason. Um, I don't know what happened. It's like I got into the the orphanage and then I couldn't see anything. Hmm. <laughs> so then my game went. You know, it just went dark. So I thought – at first I thought it was my, my computer, you know, the video display, the drivers being out, out of whack. So I stopped. I cut it off right then and there, rechecked my system. Everything was good. Went back, did it again. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to risk permanent damage, so I'll just stop here. Exit entirely. Did some technical maintenance on my computer. You know, had it you know, optimized, did some fun stuff with it. I went back to an earlier save, and thankfully, yeah, it was – it worked. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, I don't know what happens. I, I would have been really mad like if that happened to me again where I had to actually start all over again on, on a character because of a technical issue with the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, the matrons, you know, dead. All right. I, I've asked if I went. I've spoken in detail how I did it. How did you do it? I snuck in. <laughs> I actually waited. I, when I actually first went in there, I didn't take note of the time. You know, so everyone's up. I'm like, oh, crap, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Here I am trying to sneak up. I'm like, why is this people – why are you here? Oh, duh, 3.45. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah, see this? No, don't, don't look at that. Duh, yeah, I'm putting this in away. Hang on. Sorry. 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 Oh, is that lunch? Can I join you? I'm a little hungry. I fast traveled. Um, I'm a little parched. <laughs> yeah, fast so I went back at night. Yeah, I went back at night, appropriate time. Snuck up on her. Yeah. Yeah, a little shank in the back. <laughs> nice. Did you, yeah, with did the you get the uh, did you get a kill cam shot off of it? Yes, or? yes, I did. I actually got the the shot of uh, you know you approach someone from the rear, you, you grab them from behind, uh, grab the head from behind, and then I got the animation where you stick the sword to their back. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was like, yes, take that, you old witch of the west. <laughs> <laughs> Eat it. I don't know. I think my decapitation might win it all. Sorry. Well, yeah, I always went back to a save because I always save at these points. I was like, you know what? I want to try that. <laughs> and I didn't get it. I kept getting, I kept getting that same animation. Like, ah, all right, whatever. Having <laughs> so the I head land the on the pillow was priceless. <laughs> Wish I would have like recorded that video. That would have been an unbelievable video. The first time I killed her, Joy, I, I just put an arrow right between her forehead and rocked her head back on a chair. 
not not as cool. <laughs> so what else did you do, Lou? <laughs> well, well, that also started me off, obviously, with the uh, Dark Brotherhood. So mm-hmm. right now, I just got the hideout and got the, the first couple of missions from people there. So I'm gonna off to do that as well. So the murder assassination mayhem is going to start soon. Ah, very good, very oh, good. So you've yes. already been abducted in your sleep. Yes, yes, I have. And, I want to know how you dealt with that one. With the you had the <laughs> three people done. to interrogate. <laughs> oh yeah, what'd you do with oh. that? Oh, uh, remember we first talked about this? I think way back when about uh, you know different ramifications. What you do? Yeah. I actually, you know, no one wants to hear. You know, I actually killed all three of them. Who's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, screw this? <laughs> I can't decide. <laughs> You know what? I, I'm not one for moral decision right now. I've just been inducted in my sleep. Ugh. You know what? No, I'm just going to kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> decisions, decisions. Ah, lose over there. That's, you guys kill people, people, right, lady? You, you, you kill people, right? Well, they're all dead, so I, do I win? <laughs> you can't go wrong by getting all of them. <laughs> I mean, aren't you getting paid? For all, all three of them are bad, right? Come on. Did she say anything different when you, when you killed all three of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, just do it. Experience okay. it. <laughs> I think I might do it on my new character because I'm gonna actually do the Dark Brotherhood because my last playthrough, I destroyed the Dark Brotherhood to see that side of it. Yeah, I won't mm-hmm. do that again. I'm gonna actually do that quest chain again, but this time with a mage assassin. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting for. I'm hoping they bring the mage magic kill cam shots. Uh, you know, soon. You know, since I'm playing this, I'm doing all this my battle mage. I want to see these. You know, <laughs> slow mo kill shots and the magic. You know who wants? Who doesn't want to see someone running in slow mo? Oh my God, I'm on fire! <laughs> oh, we'll we'll be getting into that later. That's for sure. Oh yeah, you know, or someone just writhing in agony on the floor, like you know, like Luke, Return of the Jedi, being roasted by the Emperor with lightning. Come on, <laughs> I want to see that in the game. I still want to see like their body fry. They stiffen up, their body fries, the head just falls on top top of pile of ashes. That would be epic. Oh yeah, you mean you start off all and then you turn like that that black burnt husk. That would be cool. <laughs> and it's a pile of ashes. Yeah. Now, talking about all this, does this make us disturbed or sick? <laughs> uh, no, it makes us a typical gamer, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my playthrough for the week. What's right. this one up to? Well, like I said, I finished the Empire quest chain. Um, I enjoyed killing Ulfric and eating him. But then the chat room was... I, I did this on a live stream last night, okay? And okay. Dave was got on Skype with me, and he was chatting with me through this. And everyone in the chat room started saying, "Make a new character, make a new character." So I was like, "You know what? This guy, my um, red guard is completely BA. He's almost fifty. I'm destroying everything in sight. I did pretty much everything I want to do for a story, except for complete the main quest. But that really wasn't something that was really a priority for me. I uh, decided to make a new character." With the prodding of the chat room, which is something I've been wanting to do anyway. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make a new character. <laughs> My next like character now. I wanted to do as a, a mage that basically thinks that weapons and bows and things like that are barbaric, you know, for the weak minded. Oh, and right. it kind of fit when Liz and everyone in the chat room was saying to make a female because females would kind of fit that personality more. <clears throat> like, ooh, weapons. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so I was debating between a high elf and the other one that starts with a B. Uh, the other the human types that do magic. Um, I always oh the Breton. Breton, thank you. The Bretons, yeah, those. Yeah, 
but Liz was prodding me, go for a high elf, go for a high elf. So I made a high elf. I'm guilty. And I, I, I made her female, and she's kind of hot. I got to say, I think I did a good job. <clears throat> Even though Liz was constantly <laughs> saying, no, 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 not that hairstyle. Go back to, no, no, no. With a 10-second delay between the live stream and me, that's difficult. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> <I can> imagine. <laughs> so I have to wait 10 seconds. Two more over. Wait 10 seconds. One more over. Ten. <laughs> Tedious. Tedious, but I did it. And then um, I was going to name the character Pew Pew, but decided against it and named her <clears throat> Valaris, which is from my book, um, which actually fits that character to almost a T if you've read my book, Continue, by Junior Wilson. Um, <laughs> plug, 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 plug. I don't do it plug, often. Plug. So I made her, and I'm I'm doing full magic with her. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. going full destruction with a little bit of restro and conjuration as well. Yeah. And I gotta find. I got spark, and I got two levels in. So I, I did dual wielding magic for destruction, and I gotta say that dual casting spark it made me. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, giddy. Happy in the pants. <laughs> giddy, and I was squealing like a little girl as I was, like, happily as I was, you know, roasting things. Because what I did in order to find this out is I saw a wagon that was... This. There was a wagon in the road that was in my <laughs> way. So for fun, I decided to cast my spell at it. And it literally went sailing into the air. All the way across the map and crashed into a tower. At that point, my draw dropped. I stared at my hands and went, "Yes, oh yes." <laughs> so <laughs> exactly. So every dungeon I I'm had going that, into, I had uh, something similar happen to me when I was uh, I was doing <laughs> when I was uh, fighting one of the one of the battles um, during the Civil War chain. This uh, this guy, I, for some reason, I, I hit him somehow, and he like. He like launched in the air like ten feet and like landed on the ground dead. It was hysterical. I love it when the game does that. I went into the the mine that you go when you first get out of the um, the starting area. Helgen, what is it? Yeah, Helgen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was. They have like the miners have these tables set up and all this fancy decorations everywhere. I was using my spell to throw everything everywhere, just going messy. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna do that at every town now. I'm gonna go through. And just destroy everything. Go into a shop and blast the crap out of it because it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Every wagon I see has to go flying 50 feet. That was, uh, yeah. And then, um, I, oh, me and Dave went into the perfect place, if you're starting a new character, to make it rich. Do you tell. Remember this, Pine Dave? Pine Watch, wasn't it? Yeah, Pine Watch. It's about, it's kind of south-southwest from Helgen. On a little mountain, okay. a little solo mountain right there, on this uh, southern side of it. And inside it looks like just a regular cabin. There's notes everywhere that kind of hint at what's below. When you go in the basement, there's a solo orc down there, a bandit. Kill him, and there's a button hidden on the wall. When you press this button, it opens up a hidden dungeon. And this dungeon is quite massive, really, if you think about it. For a beginning type it area. Tons of bandits. I killed the the boss. Uh, just like I kited her, casting my lightning like I was some like like Darth Valaris, and eventually <laughs> took her out. And I I got the dungeon room or the uh, the key for the um, treasure room. 
found the treasure room, and I got so excited because there was goodies everywhere. It was awesome. I had 1,600 gold before I got to Riverwood at level 3. Wow. There's a ton of stuff in there. I think the uh, the the boss inside there is a master vampire as well, isn't he? Mm, it's a she. The... She's just a bandit, I think. Right, Dave? Peter, yeah. she's a vampire. I have no idea. I, I'm going to have to go back through and make a new character try to get infected if she's a vampire. I thought, it... thought I saw something in there about a vampire's minions, but I don't remember seeing a vampire. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm remembering it correctly. The only reason why I bring it up is because in that area, you've got that that you know tower um and slash cave where uh the, there's you know that that famous master vampire that you know owned me <laughs> early in the game. i was tempted and to I go think... in at level one and beat that master vampire so i could rub it in your face but i couldn't find it <laughs> <laughs> we were looking for it. we were uh, hey you know more power to you if you could do it at that level but i think he's you know he's like level he's... 15 or, or something level Some, 15 or 20. something like that yeah he's he's tough I would know. Yeah, you would know. You tried <laughs> several times. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you guys one more thing. I got a stray dog friend right off the bat. I got a follower uh-huh. dog. I got a dog. And people in the chat room were very jealous because I got it right off the bat. Pretty much as soon as How I left. How long did it last? Well, it lasted a while. I mean, we got most of the way through Pine Watch before he got killed, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> that was a while? <laughs> so... Me and Fido, well, I found my, I found the dog. He was I was going heading right west from Helgen, just right west. Right in the middle of the forest, there's this dog attacking a wolf. I fry the wolf really quick, and the dog comes over to me and starts panting, and he follows me now. He's got my little companion dog. I was so excited. I have Fido. But yeah, poor Fido met his end to about six bandits in the um, in Pine Watch. Oh, well. Oh, poor pooch. He went to doggy <laughs> heaven. <laughs> Digital doggy heaven. Uh, Dave, so yeah, what the cool thing about last night is me and Dave were actually pretty much doing the same thing at the same time. Because he started a new character yeah, we, as well. Yeah, I tried keeping up with him. I made a deal with him that if I made a Casty Pew Pew character... Is that what they're called now? Casty Pew Pew? Casty Pew Pew. Yeah. Right. Okay. That he would make a warrior. Two-handed, you know, no-holes-barred B.A. So that's what he was doing. So, And we were kind of like going to the same area. He was looking at my map to see where I was at, and we were doing the same. We did Pine Watch, and I think I finished Pine Watch maybe five minutes before he did. Yeah, but I ended up watching you go through it more often <laughs> than I was actually playing my game. True. I'm, I gotta say, so, I, I'm, I'm actually loving this casting character. I just hope it, I can stay awesome without you know getting behind the curve. That's kind of what happened to my first character when I first tried to make him mage. I got to level 10 before it just felt weak and changed him out. So we'll see. You got anything to say, Dave? Well, then I'm just, I'm, I'm really enjoying the whole Dean Smash character. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point of him. Just like to go in and if I can't kill things in one shot, I use two. <laughs> the whole premise of the character. Uh, I really, really liked going through that dungeon, except the whole problem was is that I got to this one area right before the treasure room where it was like 12 traps in a row. <laughs> and He blunders right through them. I, you know, I've, I've played this game a lot. I can identify when I'm about to walk into a trap, except for last night. <laughs> <laughs> I sprang pretty much every trap along the way. It was like, 
you know, spikes, then a big wooden log that swings at you, and then it ends up with a, a flail in your face. <laughs> oh, man. So Dave was having a Mr. Bean moment. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, what happened? Why, why, was you, why were you... What happened? It was just one of those nights. Okay. It was every single one of them. I noticed when I played my warrior that I kind of blundered through several traps without even noticing. And at one point, I didn't even care because they didn't hurt me anymore. Until I had, you know, 50 draugers uh, on me all at once. Yeah. We're not going back to that. Well, when you're, when you're playing a heavy melee character like that, you, you have your gameplay has so much momentum to it. I mean, you, you literally are burning through most of the mobs. Any other playstyle, you kind of have to take it easy a little bit because you're, you know, semi-squishy to, you know, extremely. <laughs> so, I mean, when you're, when you're almost like, you know, impenetrable, I mean, you're just, you know, blasting through these dungeons. That, that, could, that could be, you know, quite a, quite a bit of it right there as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the way I played that character. The way I designed who he is is just to plow through, like you said, a howitzer tank, you know, just... Out <laughs> to the knee, I take a log to the face, <laughs> and then I, I laugh at it. <laughs> you did <laughs> right in the, the face. Thank you. All right, we're gonna go ahead and move on to our Tamriel times, guys. Confirmation by Imperial State: Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times, your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, the news. What do we got in the news, Mr. Evarwin? Kind of a slow week this week, guys, to be honest. Really not much going on. Um, however, we, we do have something that's kind of spinning around the rumor mill. And it is this, patch 1.5 could possibly have ranged and magic kill cam shots in it. Oh, yes! Oh. Oh, yeah. Please, 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 please! <laughs> <laughs> that's right, guys! In a bold and ballsy move that's probably yeah, going to get baby. a harsh verbal lashing from someone over at Bethesda, patch notes for Skyrim patch 1.5 were posted over the weekend by accident. Or oh, were they? Yes, insert your gasps here. Oops. <laughs> An unofficial, official leak of the up-to-now-unknown patch has been quickly posted to BethBlog.com featuring a glimpse into what the creative minds over at the Studio of the Year have been cooking up for us. However, before you go running down to check out the post yourself, it has been taken down faster than an incriminating document on WikiLeaks, so it's no longer there. Uh, we were, however, able to secure this quote from our shadowy and anonymous inside man, SkyrimNexus.com. <laughs> You're not supposed to give away the source? God. Oh, oh uh, I meant Agent Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and the quote is this. Uh, Today on Steam, we've released a new beta update that gives you a first look at what's... Okay, yeah, they, they actually... Derp, derp. They made a typo here. Um, okay, they said, Today on Steam, we've released a new beta update that gives you a first look at what we'll be bringing to PS3, 360, and PC in the forthcoming 1.5 update. 
In addition to a number of new bug fixes, we're now using title updates as an opportunity to add new features to the game. Included in this update, players will be able to enjoy all new kill cameras, including one specific to ranged combat and magic. End quote. Now, that came directly from... Let's see if I can get this right. It was posted on BethBlog.com. Steam picked it up. The internet kind of picked it up almost immediately, and then they nixed it real fast. It was over the weekend, too, so... Hmm. Someone someone made a faux pas. Or <laughs> good for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. yeah. Yeah, because there was literally nothing going on at all this week. I mean, it was quiet. It's like, like solitude quiet. You know, you walk outside and it's like nothing but wind in your ears quiet. It's ridiculous. That's okay. We got that little nugget, which is plenty good for me. Like, it got me excited. Oh, yeah. 1.5 is yeah, going to drop my- when I'm on vacation and can't play. Watch. <laughs> yeah, no news as to when specifically that patch is supposed to be coming out. But for you, uh, for you console guys out there, all right, it's it's nice to see them giving you guys a little love, uh, little little PS3 and little 360 action for this particular update. It's definitely coming. It's not just a, a simple little fix. Also, I I like the fact that they they stated that they're using title updates now uh, to add new features. Mm-hmm. I like that. So little, you know, little features that they're kind of, you know, knocking around. We don't have to wait for, you know, a, a huge DLC, you know, thing, you know, months in advance. You know, they, they might, you scream for it enough, they might put it in. So that's, that's, that's nice right. to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I can, I get the sense that a lot of that game jam stuff that they were, they were, you know, showing us, mm-hmm. I think that's, that's what fu- what's fueling this. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, yeah. Because now they're at a point where they're they're beyond, you know, kind of patching the game and, and bug fixing. Like they've they've pretty much gotten all, all of that wrapped up. They let, they, right. they they let the cat out of the bag with that video. They have to they have to act on it now because they got the entire right. community insanely excited. It would be cruel. It would be um, bad for business to not act on that stuff now. <laughs> well, I think. I think they did it on purpose, to be honest. I think they, they knowingly let the cat out of the bag. And uh, I think that's they've been planning this for a while, to be honest. So, uh, Although, uh, PS3 guys, I'm in 360. I know you're still having that, that issue with, with the lag, uh, the load screen lagging. And I don't know why that hasn't, hasn't gotten fixed yet. I don't know what's up with that. I've been looking around on the internet to see if, if anything in it's quiet. So... I don't know. As soon as I find out something, you know, we'll we'll say it here on the show. I haven't seen any plans to reduce the amount of uh, load time it takes on the consoles. Pretty bad too, actually. All right, we got any other news? Uh yeah, yeah, a couple of things. Nothing huge. Um, got a favorite mod? Want to keep up to date on new creations? The uh, the author of that mod's creating. Well, you're in luck. Steam community is now enabling you to follow your favorite Steam Workshop authors. So. You can, uh, you, with a, a new feature enabled on Steam, you can follow uh, Steam Steam Workshop authors. And Skyrim is now thirty nine ninety nine for PC on Amazon.com and Best Buy. 
So if you're one of our listeners who has uh, been listening to our show and you still haven't gotten the game yet and you got a whole bunch of friends saying, come on, dude, you got to get it. It's like the best game in the whole wide freaking world. You got to get it, man. You got to get it again. Yeah, you got to get it. And you haven't gotten yeah, it. Wow. It's $39.99. <laughs> you can get it at Best Buy again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's, it's available. It's cheaper. So you can go ahead and now I'm not my face is red. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So okay. that's what we got. It's news. I'm tapped out. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we're going to go ahead and move on to break. And we'll be okay. right back in the Matter of Mare. You are everything I know. Whichever way I go. Forever stay with me. Can I get you? And here we are in the Bannered Mare, our roundtable discussion. We have a two-parter for you guys today. And the first part of this is how long do you play a character before moving on? For me, it's until I reach 50 or I get tired of my current <laughs> playthrough or okay. I get itchy feet and have to try something different or I in the story of my current character or what do you guys think <laughs> I think there's uh there's a lot of things that you do before you move on <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of factors nothing big right a couple of factors checklist yep check <laughs> that one that one's done got that one got it yep we've been getting this question intermittently you know, the, the last couple of weeks. And it seems to me like, you know, people move on or, or don't move on, um, you know, based on a, on a number of factors. I mean, you've got, all right, you've got, you know, the, the guy on the forums that, that we mentioned, the, that, that troll on the forums is like, oh, I, I played, you know, 15 hours of the game and beat the whole thing. And, you know, it was a dumb game and I'm out of here, guys. Nah. You know, <laughs> obviously, you know, he he did. He just did the Dovahkiin quest chain and like that was it for him. So, you know, there, there seems to be a lot of people or, you know, there seems to be people that 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 do that. And, you know, is that is that appropriate? Is that is that a legitimate? You know, can you say that 
after doing something like that and, and played this game, have you actually played the game to to its fullest? Um, and then and then there's people that you know they've got you know 200 plus hours. They've done you know pretty much every major quest quest line in the game, and they still find stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, at what point is is it you know appropriate to move on? Um, is there is there a point? You know what? Where's where's that point for us personally? You know, that's a good question. What about Lou? Well, I know for me, uh, pushing maybe a little over maybe 160, 165 hours in the game total so far. You know, I haven't completed, you know, quote unquote, you know, the game per se. You know, I haven't finished, you know, the main Dolkin quest line on any of my characters. You know, me being alcoholic. You know, this question says, you know, how long do you play a character from moving on? Well, I don't, re- I move on, but I don't move on in the sense of I leave that character behind. I think more as I move on to something else because I did discover, like, hey, maybe I want to try this different route. You know, I see the aspects of the benefits of doing this particular playstyle, so I'll put a character on hold. You know, we roll another character and pick up again. Right. I know problems with that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, that's, that's that's one of the ways I play RPGs. You know, I like trying out different things, and I'll totally stop a game and start over again. I have no problems doing that. I don't mind playing another 40 hours to get to the point where I was my first character because if I enjoy a game that much, because I, I like what it's doing, I like how it plays out, you know, I have no problems re-rolling. I have no problems seeing, the, you know, the content, but in a different light, in a different style, because that's what keeps me playing these games. Dave. What would you say to the person that said they've they've completed the Dovahkiin quest chain, okay? Which which is you know the main quest chain that you you pick up as soon as you as soon as you start the game. Um, haven't really done too much else with other major quest lines in the game. Play through the Dovahkiin quest chain and then finish that. Say they've beat the game and and that's it. Like what what would you say to a person who who said? I'm I'm done with the game after I I finished that. Well, I guess I need to go back to the point of why I even started playing uh, Skyrim to begin with. Uh, to to be able to answer that question, uh, first thing was that I hated Oblivion. I couldn't stand it to the point where. Like, I used to work at a game store and would apologize when selling Oblivion to customers. And I picked up Skyrim, ironically. I was going to play it, beat it, and announce to the world how much it sucked. But I did. That was what I did with my first character. I played it just to go through the main storyline. But I don't know. I got so hooked that after completing it with my first character, I started a new character just to do side quests. (laughs) (laughs) So I have another character that I don't even think he's seen Alduin raise the first dragon yet. And that's Hmm. my character that's level 66. Jeez. Wow. (laughs) Jeez. Which which speaks to the amount of content that's actually in this game without you know, necessarily being led to that content. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, so I mean, it, it, there's so many different things to do 
it's you aren't playing the game if you're just playing the game. It, it gets me sometimes. I was thinking about this last night. When I started my new character, and I've done that beginning, what, three or four times now, and it's still different. I'm experiencing everything differently again with my character, and it, it, it still blows my mind. People who say that you can, you know, just switch between, you know, play styles between, you know, as you get higher up, that's BS. You know, you really don't play differently until you start a new character, and with a different intent with that new character. And... When you get to the point in the, in the game to where it, it becomes monotony, and you're just trying to find quests, start a new character, have fun again. That's what this game is best at. Right. But okay. Just like Dave got he got basically hook, line, and sinker on that, <laughs> thinking he's going to go in there and and um, hate it. Turns out he can't get enough of it, and now he started a new character last night, and it, it's different for you this time, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, it is because it's. I mean, I still you still have to know how to make money the right way, and having the experience definitely helps move you along. But this character is so different from my other ones. Like, I'm not sneaking at all. It's a completely different play style. I'm just running in, going balls to the wall, tearing people up, and it's completely different. And here it is, Getting over three months reactions. after release, and we're still playing it like it's new. I, I still, I still haven't even, you know, gotten the the Dovahkiin quest chain completely finished. Well, at least for me, the game still is new because, you know, it's not secret that I'm an alcoholic, and with all these alts I got, you know, it, it does. No, it Lou, always feels it's no secret. <laughs> <laughs> the game always takes on a fresh approach, and I always get that new game feeling when I start these characters. Yeah. Unlike other MMOs, RPGs I played. Uh, this one actually gives me the feeling of, wow, I just opened up the package, loaded up the game, yes, run, <laughs> you know, and here it is. You know, I always get that feeling every time I start up a character, which is great, which is why I'm always going to, you know, this game has so much longevity for me. And with future DLC coming along, you know, who knows how many more characters we'll all make just because of that, you know? Yeah. What um, now, Dave? What what's that point for you when you say, "All right, let's"? I think I'm done here. Let's try something new. Well, I've had this is my third character I've played. The first one was completing the main quest line. Okay, I did that, and I was like, "There's so much other, many other things I want to do before I do the main quest line." Mm -hmm. The my second character was. I just wanted to be an alt, you know, do all the crazy side stuff and not even, I haven't even finished that character. It was just last night that, you know, I, me and Joe were badgering each other to make new characters. <laughs> badgering. So that's the only reason I even got to the third character was just to prove that I could kill things with one shot before he could, you know, use yeah. magic. So then you're you're very what what pushes you into another direction is not necessarily a feeling of completion um for for what you're doing at that moment but really it's more of a objective based you know I'll you know I'm I've got this idea and oh yeah definitely now I want to do that whereas Lou on the other hand 
is is not necessarily really objective based it's really more of a desire to explore you know i haven't i've been doing this for a while let me try that instead and right. explore this area of the game that i haven't been able to because i've been doing you know, you know this a, B, and C. yeah this correct one. right yep. for you know for for me it's 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 about well, you know, for, I, I can't really nail it down. You know, one thing in particular with this with this game because, you know, I, I've I've changed up game gameplay um, based on, you know, wanting to go from console to PC, and then when I was on the PC, you know, wanting to, you know, try something new um, because it just came and you know popped in my head, and so it's. Um, and then I, I tried the RP thing, and and I got really involved with developing my own character's story in my own head. And um, but I'd have to say, like, I've never actually felt so. It, I can't I can't really say this question really applies to me because I, I haven't really felt like I've ever really completed, you know, anything up until recently with with the character that I'm I'm playing now. I'm starting to get to that point where. Um, I'm I'm going to do the Dovahkiin quest chain, and I'm starting to get that sense of you know, semi-completion in the game. And I'm getting the itch to move on to another character because I want to try a different a different play style. Um I wanna I wanna go with a, you know, more melee based type character. It was kinda of funny armor. if you listen to the the, the show and, and how we our experiences in the game, especially because I'm a little bit more vocal about some of the um things I do on my characters, like lopping off heads. And so at the beginning, it was all about my, my sneaky little sniping that I was, you know, hitting people off, you know, 50 miles away and they're falling off bridges and stuff like that. Then it was lopping off heads, my new, my other character. And now you guys for the next probably 10 episodes are going to talk, are going to hear me talking about me blowing stuff up with lightning. (laughs) It's just every play through changes your perspective on the game. And I love it. Yeah, new ways of talking, new things to get involved in it. It's just awesome. I think that's the best part about the game. To be honest, is is you can experience it for so many hours in one way, and and really not know the game all that well because you haven't experienced it in the multitude of ways that it does offer. Anything else, guys? We're going to talk about this because I'm going to skip part two of this question because there's no it's no point in talking about that right now. Okay. You guys got anything no, to say on that? I'm good. Good. Enchant your daggers before you sell them. <laughs> yes, sir. There's a Dave Adams tip of the week right there. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and move on to our crafting table and talk about our mod of the week. Ow, son of a and here we are in the crafting table, our mod of the week. What do we oh, have, Evarwin? Dark Races by Bella. This mod is available on SkyrimNexus.com, of course, by Bella Gale. You know, that title and almost sounds racist. Just saying. Bella Gale? No, Dark Races. Oh, Dark Races. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't, it doesn't refer to... It doesn't refer to color of skin. <laughs> okay, 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 good, good. <laughs> um, what it does do, however, is it puts several new races, complete with new graphic textures, including a uh, head mesh, 
to give new facial appearances to races and start and uh, and brand new starting attributes. Hmm. Uh, the races that you're going to be adding to your game include demon, serpent, sorceress, undead, and vampire. Well, the thing is, though, is how will this affect the rest of the game? Because usually the guards and everything like that comment based on your race. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they didn't have they didn't have anything on on that how how they they interact. I don't think there's any interactivity with with uh, with the new race. And um, it's not, obviously it's not a mod I downloaded. Um, we're including it today because it 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 was the the most unique uh, mod to to kind of surface this week. Um, so that's that's the basis for for featuring it this week. It's it's extremely unique. Um, you're getting what five new races mm-hmm. that uh, you'll be able to play with. They they look really really unique unto their own. Um, each race has uh, you know different attributes that that allow you to play the game differently using you know each each one of the new races. Like for example, the the vampires and the undead have have bonuses to two handed weapons and heavy armor. Um, and, you know, serpents are, are meant to be like, you know, thief assassins and they actually have like some hypnotic ability to them as well. So the, the author of, of this mod kind of, you know, recognized that there's, there's some races in the game that, that she would like to say, um, and kind of, kind of ran with it. So it, it definitely offers a, a, de- a new, a new play style to, to this game. Um, some features of the game the developers probably haven't thought about while while playing while playing as some of these races, like for example the the um, the hypnotic ability for the serpent, you know that could have been that could have been something that you you know they could have added to the Argonians. Mm-hmm. Well, That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that looks like a pretty good mod. How I'm still like concerned about how the immersion would work with this. That's kind of fun yeah, doing your it race. May not. Yeah, it, it may not work at all. I mean, it, they might talk to you like like you're a Nord. You know, to be to be you know, brutally honest. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it is a mod, and obviously, you know, she or he, you know, couldn't do uh, a lot of extensive work with it. You know, because that would take like wow months <laughs> of programming. But I do like the fact that you know it, she did bring up five additional races that she thought would be. Uh, Quite interesting playing. Yeah, those are pretty good. I mean, how would it would be nice to see like how would people react to you as a vampire walking around in the daylight? You know, how would the guards react to you, the townspeople, knowing that you are a filthy bloodsucker? <laughs> you know? well, that's, that's that's how they that's how they treat you in the game when you do become a vampire. Right, but now you're actually starting off from day one, you know, as a vampire, or or you know, now you're actually part of the Walking Dead. <laughs> you know, yeah, um, and exploring the world and. And this too, like sorceress, um, like how do they explain that? Like how does she, he or she explain that? Like are we talking like the sorceress that we'd see from the class in Diablo. It's you know what it is. It's it's a it's a it's a it's basically a how do I explain it? It's got it has different stats. Right. Okay. So you know you're you're gonna you're gonna experience the game you know slightly different than than you would if you went you know straight into you know, just a, a pure magic spec. Um, right. Being Breton uses magic or, or right. They're gonna right guard. Yeah, they lean. They lean a, a bit more toward. I think this one in particular leans a bit more toward conjuration. To be honest, I think yeah, it looks like it even 
has a class skill of being able to summon an undead pet or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's really like it's really creative, and especially you know now um, when you know people have so many hours logged in the game, and they're they're looking for something you know else to do. Pick this up, you know. Uh, it's a it seems like a a, a creative uh, way to to uh, dump a few extra hours into the game if you're looking to do that. Awesome. All right, we got a lore segment to do, so we're gonna go ahead and go into that. fragment of time, a piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. And here we are in the Elder Scroll, lore with Lou. What do you got for us today, Mr. Olan? Well, this week, on the Quest forums, uh, past couple weeks, some people have been giving me some great ideas as to what to cover. Uh, so people keep sending them in. If you have an idea that you want to see covered in lore, by all means, please put it there or send me an email. But someone had been asking about this particular character. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Mayroon's Dagon. Be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> nice little uh, comment on the notes. Forge slash evil. Evil. Yes. Evil. Evil. That's the <laughs> title of the episode. <laughs> 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 All right, so for those of us who aren't very familiar with, uh, I'm just going to refer to him as Dagon, make it easy. <laughs> he is one of the Daedric princes, all right, who resides in Oblivion. Yeah, that nice place. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Oblivion. Ah, oh, nice neighborhood. Out! <laughs> Alright, and what he really is known for, in terms of, I guess, spheres of influence, or what he goes for, right, is, well, who doesn't? Destruction. We all do in some way. <laughs> Change. <laughs> revolution. Energy. And ambition. So, kind of like how people associate different, I guess, aspects to the gods. Well, those are his. This guy's really all about uh, chaos, isn't he? Who doesn't like a little bit of chaos every now and then? This guy. <laughs> All right. And for those who played Elder Scrolls games in the past, you know, I think you've mentioned that Dagon's always been in there involved in some way. All right. He believes that the mortal plane, especially Tamriel, right, is to be his. He thought he thinks it's his property, which is why in previous games you've always seen him involved in one way or another or mentioned in historic tones that, you know, he has somehow become involved in some sort of conflict strife in the world okay as to why he's involved in so many different plots attempts to conquer the world itself you know conquer Nern so that you know that that's his drive that's why he's always there as one of those I guess prime antagonists if you have to have one for the back the entire backdrop of the Elder Scrolls now when this bad guy is on this plane the mortal plane uh, he can appear as a 200 foot tall demonic being with his head (laughs) (laughs) red skin all right, yellow eyes, forearms. Got six horns on his skull. <laughs> and he's got a scarred body with some ritualistic tattoos all over him. Okay. All right, now, when you see him in Skyrim, though. So he's not hard to miss. No, not hard to miss. <laughs> but however, when you see him in Skyrim, 
know, he's going to appear as one of the Draymore that you see there in that area. But that's actually due to a uh, graphical glitch inconsistent with the game. Because, oh. um, yeah, he really wasn't supposed to appear for some reason. They don't really explain as to why he wasn't supposed to be there, but uh, I guess the placeholder they used was just that that model that's there. So they went with that. Hmm. All right? And again, playing the other games, you know, he's also been very involved in invading Morrowind. All right, he was responsible for the destruction of the city of Mornhold, which was the capital of Morrowind. All right, and the city of Altsotha, the former home of Doomer House of Sotha. And if we played Morrowind, we all know he was sent back to Oblivion by the combined efforts of Amnexia and Sotha Sil. And that jumps us forward to the next one, the Oblivion Crisis, okay? It was there during the last years of the Third Era. He was part of an alliance with the Almer Wizard, Mankar Cameron. And there we see the result of Battle of Kavach. The gates of Oblivion were opened across the world. But as you play through, we all realize, you know, he was stopped and banished back due to the efforts of Martin Setson and the hero of Kavach. Could that be you? It's you. It's you. <laughs> That's you. Well, you're the hero of Kavach. So is Evarwin, so is Joe, so is Dave. Yay! <laughs> well, not not me. Not with 15 not hours in the game, I ain't hero nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I put two yeah, hours into it. Yeah. You know, set them, banish Dagon, and the whole the armies of William back to the home plane. And then we see again, as I mentioned before, uh, in Elder Scrolls Skyrim, he briefly is returned to Tamriel in the quest line, Pieces of the Past. All right, and here as a player, you can acquire the powerful artifact, Mehrun's Razor. Mm. All right, this weapon, rumored, supposed to be able to slay any creature instantly so that'd be like a joe weapon yep <laughs> with the heads flying off i can't wait to piece. get my grubby little khajiit paws on that sucker oh, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> worth that, it i love that dagger that'd be awesome it is, it is very much worth it so i, I want to do that I think i'm a squishy mage come here come here <laughs> but yeah that's what i have right now today for the elder scroll yeah. by all means you know there's much more detailed information out there on him but obviously, I don't want to turn this into a huge lecture for everyone. But hopefully, that's enough to whet everyone's appetite and get you know get them going to to do some more research on them. That was right. awesome. Thank you, sir. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. Dude. All right, we're gonna move on to our town square with our emails and iTunes shoutouts. Hear that? Something's going on in the town square. All right, here in Town Square, we have the producer's email of the week. This comes to us from Justin M. He says, Hello, Joe, Ivarwin, Lou. And he didn't mention Dave. He didn't know Dave was going to be here, so I'm going to say it. And Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. I had this idea that was sparked by the Game Jam video and your discussion at the end of your latest episode, which was like two episodes ago. If Bethesda was adding a perk trees, what about a writing tree? At the beginning, you could ride a horse, of course, but as your riding skill becomes higher in level, <laughs> ride a horse, of course, you know. <laughs> refrain, refrain, Never refrain. Stop, no! <laughs> horse is a horse, of course. <laughs> oh, beat me a to corpse it. Corpse is a corpse, of course, unless, of course, this corpse is Mr. Dead. Okay, uh. Good lord. <laughs> so, as your shield becomes higher in level, you could ride faster. Your horse wouldn't die as easy. You could ride other animals and do the same thing, and at 100. You'd be able to call a dragon to you that you could ride. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. Keep up the good work. Justin M. Dude. I picked this I one totally because it actually makes sense on how to fix the horse problem. Yeah. 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 I would wholeheartedly support this idea if they did this. Mm-hmm. Justin, you have a great idea. I, I love this. And hopefully Bethesda's listening and like, oh, yeah, yeah there you go. Problem solved. And the, you know, their little meetings. <laughs> did someone say pew? <laughs> Maybe add in, you know, not to combat that that could write perfectly well lead into uh, 
the amount of combat that we saw in the uh, game jam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you can you can ride a dragon into combat. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. dragon breathe. Nergasms oh. across the board. <laughs> Sad one. You know, a tail swipe, a claw attack, a bite attack. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, mounted combat on a dragon. Can you imagine that with like a two handed sword? There'll be heads flying all over the place with Joe's playthrough. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be conquering Skyrim. He'd be like, he would. Screw this. I'm just going to take over Solitude. <laughs> It'd look like a Conan movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> there is a way that they added to where you could conquer Skyrim somehow. I'd I go right back to my two handed guy. That's exactly what he wants to do. Oh, can you imagine that? would be Skyrim. awesome. Become you have to become like you know either destroy the Dark Brotherhood or or become the leader of it. Become the skill leader. Become the Archmage. You know, do the civil work war quest and turn around and, and kill the other leader, and then you could become like the conqueror of Skyrim and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that'd be so cool. Joe the Conqueror. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be like you know some ridiculous naive blonde princess walking around going boom bam. Wow. Okay, we just went too far. Sorry. <laughs> All right, next email. Jeez. <laughs> Lou. All right, our next email comes from Eric P. And Eric writes in, Don't hit him, milk drinkers. I drink whole milk every day, and I love it. Never broken a bone in my body. It raises your damage resistance and strength to improve my melee damage in case I get mugged around town. From Eric P. Well, that is unless you're lactose intolerant, and then um, milk drinkers are evil. Just, well, and, and then you're still not getting mugged because you carry with you an enormous gas cloud that knows <laughs> be the pig pen of Skyrim. <laughs> Eric, by the way, you got to move. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Just saying, dude. <laughs> Get out of there now. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried about getting mugged around my town. I'm not going to think, oh, I should drink milk. I should drink milk. <laughs> yeah, that's not the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, glass of milk. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right, our next email, uh, Ivarwin. This comes from Chris A, and he says, I just restarted my Skyrim. I play PS3 and went and got my first standing stone. I was bored, so I went down and brutally slaughtered the hunter <laughs> down beside the three stones. <laughs> then I saw it, the rod sitting on a rock, and then it hit me. There's, fi- there's fish and fishing rods. How hard would it be to add in a fishing feature? Thanks for your thoughts and keep it up. Chris A. Exactly. Oh, why not? Yeah, instead of harvesting it from the, the fishermen's lines outside the, the huts and cottages. You can even make it in kind of some kind of rare quest, like some kind of rare weapon that's lost at the bottom of a lake, like, you know, the Lady of the Lake, and you have to actually fish for it, and you have a random chance of getting it. I would sink hours into doing nothing but sit there and, and fish like like an idiot to get some kind of rare oh, weapon. <laughs> or, you know, you get pulled in all of a sudden, bottom of the river, and, oh, my God, what's that, a ring? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a ring I see at the bottom of the river? Huh? <laughs> Let us process. <laughs> wow, that was almost too good. <laughs> I'm scared. All right, our next email. <clears throat> hey guys, got a mod for you. It's the Dwimmer rifle mod. It, the Dwimmer rifle mod. It adds two flintlock type guns. Joe, I think this mod is for you. Keep up the good work. Taylor D. I have seen this mod and I do not like it um, at all. What? Uh-oh. No, not What's even. the matter with it? It they shoot fire spells pretty much, and they all they did was add the graphic of the gun and a little popping sound, and NP you can kill NPCs with it that go flying <laughs> everywhere. That's just kind of too too crazy for me. It really is. So, 
Too cheesy, too over the top? Too, too cheesy, over the top. I don't like the shooting graphic of the fireballs coming out. It needs to be just like a whole bunch of smoke coming out of the tips of the gun, you know? Instead of using, you know, soul shards as ammunition, you need to have lead, you know, iron balls that you can smith to make. Well, I mean, it, I mean, do you think it's a step in the right direction to actually make your boomstick like an Evil Dead? <laughs> <That's all primitives. laughs> this is my oh, boomstick. Now, if they would have called it, like, boomstick, then, yeah, that would be something different. <laughs> I mean, it was a good attempt at, at Flintlock, a good start. I wouldn't be downloading it myself and using it. I wasn't a fan when I saw it. Sorry. You know, just give me an idea now with the creation kit. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there you go. going to have to toy with that now. See what kind of models I got for that. Or, you know, hmm. Kale's got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can actually hear the wheels moving this time. <laughs> Lou, I'm going to let you get the next one. Okay, our next email comes from Eric W. Eric writes in, Dear Skyrim Off the Record, Love your cast. Listen to it whenever I can get my Skyrim fix. This letter comes to you all the way from Japan. Got a question for you. Konnichiwa. What has been your saddest... Oh, that's right, Joe. Got a question for you. What has been your saddest and funniest moment in Skyrim? From Eric W. The saddest moment has to be the Inner Dark Brotherhood quest. She yeah, dies. Actually is. She dies. Yeah. That was pretty dramatic. Um... The funniest have been too numerous to count. I can't really pick any one of them. If you guys just listen to the show. <laughs> there have been many. <laughs> There's been a few. Yeah. But Saddest is a good question because, yeah, it, it, that one, when I read this email, it really made me think about, was anything that really kind of hit home with me that kind of made me a little sad? And, yeah, I think it had to have been the end of the Dark Brotherhood, the main part of the quest. Just okay. the way they did yeah. it. And I don't want to spoil it too much, but... Just how one of the characters, you know, goes out at the end. You know, how she does it to save everything. It was just really an epic moment. I thought it was, was really good. Right. You guys? Uh, well, I don't have a sad moment, but I'd have to say that the uh, the funniest moment happened a couple of weeks ago when I was fighting some, some random bandit dude with uh, with my Khajiit. And, uh, sorry, I have to bleep that out. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, you know when they they have those those uh, race specific lines, especially for the Khajiit, one of them says something like, um, "They are, I'm gonna kill you, cat." I think that was it. This guy, he was just about he was in the middle of saying, "I'm gonna kill you, cat," when I got a kill cam shot, and before the audio could completely play, I ripped his head off with my weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so all I saw was, "I'm gonna." <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, I'm standing there, and, I'm, uh, and I said to myself, like, you're going to what? You're going to die is what you're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> take that and show so, it. Take, take it. <laughs> <laughs> that, for me, was one of the funniest. <laughs> nice. Oh, I, I actually, uh, actually my, my funniest and saddest moment, other than the Dark Brotherhood, is the same moment. Um, <laughs> I, I found out. I was, I was trying to train up my armor skill, like, by doing the whole going up against tougher and tougher enemies to see you know get them to hit me and raise the armor skill so on and so forth i was going through the, the different things i was like well you know i bet i could go have a uh giant hit me and it'll level up really fast and that's the same day that i found out that the giant can one shot you and throw you in the air a million feet <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh uh, giants are the astronauts of um they're they're, they're the nasa <laughs> skyrim <laughs> Join for free. <laughs> Found out pretty fast. <laughs> oh, let's see. Saddest. I I always still go back to this one because I think this uh, 
saddest, more of the more poignant uh, points in the game. Oh, King, I'm, it is the start. I, I'm really sorry, Lou. I didn't mean to interrupt you right there, but Kingslayer brought up a really good one that I forgot all about. There is a quest you can do in, I believe, Dawnstar. I could be mistaken on that, but there's a little girl ghost that you have to do a mission for. And if you really yes. read it and what it was happening in that 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 quest, it is. It's sad, especially if you're a dad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lou, you were saying? Well, I, I think, yeah, that now it's up there, uh, Kingslayer. Uh, but I think one of the saddest, most poignant for me was the start of the Dark Brother quest. When you meet up with uh, I, I, that kid, Arventio, Arventio, you know, when you actually see him performing the, the, the Black Sacrament, to me that was a pretty sad point in the game. Um, I don't have children myself, but I have tons of nieces and nephews, you know, and I've always taken care of them from day one, you know, help their parents take care of them, my cousins, you know, my sister take care of the kids. And I feel like they're on my own. And to see that, you know, a child like that driven by desperation and hatred, mm. having to resort to that uh, because he's so he's so traumatized and he's so alone in the world that he has to go through this kind of, uh, I guess, procedure or this kind of right to, to to find justice in his own heart. You know, you know, it made me sad to think that, you know, there's a lot of evil in this world and <laughs> yeah, kids seeing it right now, you know, so young in age, you know, that's kind of, I, I guess that's the kind of stuff you want to protect them from, you know, or prepare them for better. Yeah, that that's that's still one of the saddest moments in the game for me. But the funniest though still has to be with the you know the the dragon glitch when they first start flying backwards. To me, I I died <laughs> so many times because I was laughing my butt off when that happened. Like you got to be kidding me! Yeah, it was <laughs> what, what absolutely hysterical. It's like oh crap, I'm dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, reload game, bastard. I'll get you later. <laughs> Anytime I see any kind of quest about about kids and dying and, and and stuff like that that always gets to me kept now i'm like stuck on that right now ah okay just a dad and me <laughs> all right uh eric w thank you for that sad email thanks you ruined the show all right um <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> i actually was uh crying there and knocked the power out of my router yeah good job dave <laughs> so. well because of that i'm gonna make you read the next email oh no <laughs> Hi, Avar- Joe, Avarwin, and Lou, and Dean. <laughs> I just thought I'd send you an email regarding your idea to create a kind of pre-story of, to characters before creating them. Doing this sort of thing has really added a lot of fun to the game, and I thank you for really getting me into the whole RPG feel. Also, do you have any tip- tips on how to level up smithing quickly? Your friend, IC4XNew... Gets. <laughs> this is why I don't do it. <laughs> I'm an evil host. I'm sorry. <laughs> I see four nuggets. Um, a tip for leveling up smithing quickly. I think we talked about this before on previous episodes, but basically what you want to do is get a lot of leather and create leather bracers through blacksmithing. That will level you up very fast. Leather is easy to come by. It's cheap to buy off of the blacksmiths in the shops, and you can mm-hmm. make a lot of them pretty quickly. And you can even use them later on to enchant. So, leather bracers. Got it? Got it. Always enchant your items before selling them. Makes lots of monies. Lots of monies. But you have to have the, the soul gem fill before you can do that, I found out. That's why you go conjuring. Come on, man. <laughs> Just kill a lot of people. Soul <laughs> trap kill. Soul trap kill. Hell yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Any other thoughts on that, guys, before we move on to the next email? No. All right. That's actually the best way. Fastest way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Done. 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 Ivarwa, next email, please. 
All right, this next email comes from Sean, and he says, Hey guys, I have a few tips. I just recently got my battle mage to 60 and found these oft-overlooked skills very useful. And Sean recommends Muffle. Provides ton of experience for your illusion skill when cast anywhere. Alteration can be easily leveled by keeping a flesh spell up anytime you'll be going into battle. Or using telekinesis or a detect spell over and over. The resists and absorb perks in this tree are amazing for a fighter archetype character. And the paralyzed spell is hilariously awesome. <laughs> Sean says also conjure your weapon. Conjured weapons provide conjuration skill ups upon entering battle or when a ca- or when casting combat. And if you do this, keep a backup weapon in your bags. Love the show. Keep up the good work and all that jazz. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> nice little sing-song moment wow. at the end right there. Uh, I don't have much right to there. say about that, but thanks. There's your tips of the week. I yeah. agree completely. Yeah, Conjuration. Yeah, I wanted to do something with um, Illusion, but yeah, okay. Awesome, Sean. Thanks for the email, man. You were a runner-up for the email of the week, by the way. Just saying. Just saying. Silver star for you. Silver star. And our five-star review shout-outs goes to Lou. Alrighty, our five star review shout outs from America, from Denver, Guinness, AM, Pure Zeal, aka Dixon, Ren Mike, Steve the Shrimp. Steve, I feel for you now. <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Arango, Big Nord uh, Pan Am. Yeah, uh, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Big Nord. <laughs> Alright. Big Nord P. Big Nord Zapperoni. Jayabas. The Dobby King. <laughs> Of Amateur Amalor, sorry. Dovakin of Amalor. Hmm, what if you're referring to a new game that came out about that? Gene is 26. Hmm, Triple X Boom 34. D shots. It's a Boom Headshot. Yeah, Boom Headshot. Boom headshot. <clears throat> really quick, headshot. I want to mention this to our listeners. If you give us a five star review that has any kind of um, uh, lewd name, like Big Nord P, we're not going to shout you out. Plain and simple. It's not good for the show. A little warning for everybody out there. And from Canada, we have. Glenn M. From our friends across the pond in the UK, we have Ridwan. Oh, Ducky O. Get ready for this one, folks. Steve, 748932. Uh, that almost was like a phone number. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, 555-4Xs. <laughs> yeah, that actually does look like a phone number. Steve with love at 555-555-5554. I'm going to actually call that and see if that's him. Hang on. If I one, you had a little side note to say. Yeah, on a side note, guys, we are now uh, a perfect five-star podcast in America, Canada, and the UK. So thank you. Thanks to thank all of our you. listeners. Uh, thank you, everyone. Very thank much. You. Yeah, those five-star uh, five-star reviews really help the show out quite a bit. We really appreciate it. And our final thoughts of today's episode of 14. I am going to miss you guys the next two weeks. I really am. The listeners. You will be missed. My boys, Ivarwin and Lou. And Dave, gonna miss you guys. Um, I might give you a little phone call, you know, on like episode sixteen. <laughs> call in to the show when you're recording. I miss you. <laughs> I just want to say, say hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> uh, here I thought we'd go through an entire episode without bringing that back. <laughs> pew pew. If I were on your final thoughts. <laughs> um. You know what? I'm really looking forward to the new stuff that we're doing for the network. Um, however, we we're always we're always looking to expand. We're always looking to add more, and and with that, uh, we need hosts. If 
if you guys out there are interested in a really awesome hobby, this little thing that we do called podcasting, hit us up. Throw us out an email, okay? Uh, we we don't have a whole lot of requirements that, that you may think that we have. Well, there, right? is an, really? there is a specific way that I like to do things as a producer just so I can hear you for what, what your personality is. If you ever want mm-hmm. to be a guest on the show, like we said before, it's a pretty simple process. It's the same thing that works if you're applying to be a volunteer cast member of the Quest Network. It's the same thing that applies. We need an email with an MP3 attachment of you talking to us, introducing yourself, your interests, your game. We know a little bit about you. Let us get to know you a little bit. If we like what we hear, we will email you back and set up an appointment to go down Skype with me and Avarwin or me and Lou and hear you and talk to you in person and see if the chemistry is right for either being a guest host or being a host on a show, period. You have to be at least 18 or older for legal reasons. And after that, after the Skype interview, we'll either ask you to be a member of the Quest crew and do your own show with us or someone else in the Quest Network or be a guest host on Skyrim off the record or another show. So send us in those emails if you're interested with your MP3 audio and we'll go from there. Sorry, Yvarwin didn't mean to butt in like that. No, I'm, I'm glad you did because you know there's there's some stuff in there that I wasn't fully aware of. So I'm glad you know that's that's clear for everyone. Um, but that yeah, that's my final thought. You know, just uh, send send us a little a little something if you're interested. And you know, we don't have any any days or times. We've got some vague ideas as to what we'd like to see in the network. And if there's a game out there that you absolutely adore. Um, and you, you, you would like to, you know, devote maybe uh, an hour or two or, or three or ten, depending on how our technology is doing over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, let us know. And um, we'll, be, we'll be happy to chat with you and, and see, you know, where we can take this whole thing together. My final thoughts, um, you know, thank you everyone for being here. Um, I definitely can't wait now to try out Sean's tips on the Battle Mage stuff. As soon as we get off here, I'm definitely going to log on and try that out. Hey, I'd like to hear some more ideas from people. Obviously, from the forums, if you have any ideas of what you want to hear for lore, please let me know because there's plenty of stuff that I still haven't found out yet. And uh, I like using this as a, you know, another reason to actually go out there and start digging up information for everyone. You know, because I love doing this stuff. I love the lore bits. So and people feed me apparently people. the fans have been loving it too. So awesome job, Lou. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Anything? And that's what I've got. <laughs> Dave, any final thoughts for today's show? Um, I just wanted to thank all y'all for letting me come back on and just chit-chat about, you know, Skyrim. Actually got me back in last night, so. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. <laughs> now, if we would have had Ivarwin and Lou there, oh, what a party that would have been. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry I missed out on that. Nah, you have life. Life gets, <laughs> life is life. Uh, all right. Anything else, Dave, before we move on to our ending of the show? Oh, uh, no. Oh, I have to say one more thing. All right, and how to reach us? <laughs> SkyrimOffTheRecord.wordpress.com is our website. Go check it out. Anything you want to know about the show, um, I'm trying to get the webmaster to put in notes, basically, of the, the, the mods we talk about and things like that on the show, so you guys can go in there and just click on them and get to the, to the websites or the, the mod that you want to download. We'll get to that, I promise. We are making a lot of changes to the network right now, a lot of changes to our websites. Um, all the links to all our websites can be found at skyrimoffthrecord.wordpress.com. And you can email us at skyrimoffthrecord at gmail.com. Keep the emails coming. We love reading them. Keep them coming, guys. All your thoughts, ideas about Skyrim, the show, you name it, let us know. Thequestshow.com is, was actually our, our hub website. That is actually going to be changed 
I believe it's going to be the Quest Network at .wordpress.com. We'll let you guys know when that final change is made. Twitter, Skyrim, off the record, is at SkyrimOTR. I, Joe Wilson, am at author J.R. Wilson. Evarwin is at E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Yes, that is Evarwin. That spells Evarwin. Lou is at GamerGuy, 1-1-B. Not GamerGirl, but GamerGuy. <laughs> Dave is at Dienforce, D-I-E-N-F-O-R-C-E, and I did not mess it up this time. Yay! No, you actually spelled it right. That's well transposing anything, writing letter numbers over letters. And right, right, right. It's kind of nice. My dyslexia didn't come out that time. Skyrim off the record Joe, is uh, a, What? Joe, sorry. Go ask Spire in the chat room is asking you about your book, Joe. Ah, pew. Continia, C-O-N-T-I-N-I-A. It's a fantasy novel about a gentleman from our world who gets trapped in another world by a freakish accident and turns out that that world has been waiting for him for 500 years to arrive. And you can find this book at barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. It, re- it recently went on sale, so it's a lot cheaper than what it was at the launch year. Um, check it out, guys. Let me know what you think. I'd love to hear to, from people who have read it. Just You can email us at the uh, show's email. And thanks, Yvarwin, for mentioning that. I have one question for yes. you. Is Skyrim off record a Quest Gaming Network production? You know what? It sure is. I thought it would be. Yep. <laughs> and I will, on that note, I just want to say, <laughs> foos for all you all next week. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Be safe. <laughs> thanks, everyone, coming out. Hope to see you all in this week. say say bye Dave bye Dave I uh, I heard him get up and he picked up his microphone and he threw it across the room and just as it was sailing through the air I heard fuck this (laughs) what (laughs) (laughs) Screw <laughs> Dean, I'm out of here. I'm out. So if you couldn't stand me before, you're about to get a lethal injection of Dean. would <laughs> be pretty cool. What would we cover in that segment, though? I don't know. I was just thinking about audio. Come on, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I got this bumper. It's called Ultra Combo. Okay, what are we going to talk about? Uh... That's your job. You figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you write something good, we're going to call it Ultra Combo. <laughs> So excited! Yeah, I'm bouncing in my chair. Come on, if See, you, you were able to, you'd have pigtails too. I absolutely would. Gonna be the episode he comes back. Everybody's gonna be like, "Who's the new guy?" <laughs> you I like told totally came back from California, y'all. Oh, I got the wicked tan. Whoa, the whoa. waves were awesome. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go ahead and. Dude. I'm going to go ahead and let Joe just stay off for one more episode <laughs> so he can come back a little bit. <laughs> Reacclimate back to the East Coast. Um, should I log out of Skyrim so that my computer doesn't overheat while we're doing this? Or Yeah, that would probably be a great <laughs> idea. Nice, yeah. Okay. I like that, yeah. <laughs> this episode yeah, of baby. Skyrim <laughs> off the record. Sorry. Uh-oh. I wanted to do what a happened? sound file and it delayed half a second right into you. My bad. <sighs> Retake. <laughs> okay. Fusel <laughs> <Fushu> down! <laughs> <laughs>